Hey, everybody. Oh, only one guest today. That's exciting. No, not really. Uh, welcome to Greg's Doppelganger Went Haywire, submitted by Jason B21. November's giveaway, dramatic glasses removal is We'll Fly Gabe. Come on in, Gabe. Sands, Chip, and Guacamole, just Gabe, will be flying to anywhere in the continental U.S. and do a personal magic show for you and your friends that might last up to 10 minutes long. Show them that guac. Become a 420 Club member this month to be eligible to win the giveaway. Sign up at patreon.com slash gettingdug. Thank you, Gabe. I'm doing my podcast, Doug Loves Movies, at the American Comedy Company in San Diego tomorrow night. That's November 23rd. And then I'll be back there again on Monday, December 26th, DougLovesMovies.com, for all my tour dates. Enjoy the show! Last off, we are back in the spacement. Just one guest today, and that one guest is one of my favorites. It's my friend Jeff Tate, everybody. Yes, matter it up. (laughs) Hey, Doug. Hey, Jeff. What's it feel like to have your own solo episode of Getting Doug with High? Because I got to take off. It's just going to be you for the whole time. It's a dream. It's a real dream come true. Yeah? Yeah. You'd be all right with it if I just got up and left? I would like, I would try to figure out if we could take some calls. Like, I would love to talk You'd to You'd like them. to take calls. That would be a fun way to do the hour. Yeah, I guess so. But those call- If you were gone. Those annoying callers get through. Well, we need to work on that. Those troll callers get through. What do you mean work Trolls? on it? They, profet- they call your screener, and they're like, yeah, I've got a question about, you know, they so- sounds legit. Then they get on, they go, suck my dick. <laughs> I've tried to call. Baba uh, Booey. <laughs> I've tried to call. Hit them. him with the hind. I've called the Rush Limbaugh show a couple of times. You have? Yeah, I try to get past his screener mm. with something, and I never get I never get through. But, yeah, man, one day I'm going to get through. screeners must be good. My dad's going to get so mad if I get through. Because your dad's listening? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. He's probably listening to Rush Limbaugh right now, sitting in his recliner, staring at his oh laptop. God, I'd rather listen to that than, than us right now, because... Oh, yeah, I'm not going to tell him about this. some shit about your flesh and blood. And, yeah, don't uh, don't anybody tell my dad about this show. Please don't don't <laughs> don't poke the bear. Um, we got a couple of different strains on the table today, Jeff. We've got a uh, oh, you know what's kind of fun though? <coughs> I should have tweeted not your Twitter handle, but I should have just said Jeff Tate is my guest today. Oh, there goes the alarm. I have it turned down for some reason, but. Uh, I should have said, you know, Jeff Tate's my guest today, and Queensryche fans would have tuned in. You could still do that. Well, it's kind of, we're live now. Yeah, but tweet it now, and then they'll click the link, and then or they'll maybe, find out right away that it's not him. Maybe for the posting on the internet, we'll like uh, we'll take a picture from this show, but we'll superimpose his face over yours. <laughs> I don't know who that's more insulting to. <laughs> Him or me? I don't know. I think it's eyeballs in general. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a weird look. His head on your body? Oh, hideous. He looks like a magician from the early 1900s. Okay, well, I need you to make some weed disappear right now. Yeah, Because it is 20 minutes after the hour, about, closely. 
Close enough. Can I try that? Yeah, you can. Yeah. I'll give the you a freshie The people were nice enough to send me some stuff, but no bong. Yeah, they sent me hint, a couple bongs. I kept hint, the one hint. that, I kept the green one that glows in the dark. You could see it on my uh, periscopes. But that one uh, has been named by one of my guests, uh, Fruit Stripe, because it looks like Fruit Stripe gum. Was your guess that... And also, uh, when you smoke from it, you look like a fruit stripe. <laughs> Whatever that means. Wasn't there a gremlin called fruit stripe? Uh, or just stripe, just never mind. stripe. Forget it. Strike that from the record. Jury, pretend you never heard that. I don't think that's how they worded in an actual courtroom. Jury, pretend you never heard that. Oh, they ballpark it a lot in courtrooms. They always, they're always like, ah, just forget it. <laughs> pretend that never happened. Drink some Nevermind juice. 420 somewhere. It still wasn't 420, and we already smoked. We cheated. I don't know. That was a long minute between 19 after the hour and 20 after the hour. Well, our conversation really dragged. Really slowed time down. (laughs) God, those guys were so boring. They stopped time. It was brutal. But yeah, go ahead and uh, smoke from any of these other things. Well, smoke continues to come out of me. I think that's all of it. Did I say the indica that we're not going to be smoking is fire OG? Settle down. People get mad when I hate on hate on indica. Stop hating on indica. What did indica ever do to you? Well, for one, it's uh, not. Uh, it can't speak or think, so it doesn't matter what I say about it. <laughs> I think I had some indica last night because I smoked and just felt like I just woke up and it was this morning. Yeah, I was watching Seinfeld on Hulu and then it was this morning. Which episode? Uh, one of the early ones with the uh, where George is dating some. George breaks up with a girl and Jerry has to go get his books from her, and then Jerry starts dating her. Hmm. Uh, somehow is uh, early, like season two, I think. Really? Because yeah. I, I was hearing some people on the radio bitching about how the early couple, first couple seasons don't get much play on uh, reruns. Well, every time I turn it on, uh, Ben Stiller's dad screaming about Festivus. Yeah, <laughs> it is the holiday season. It's a great episode. It's a classic. Um, when when it turned uh, twenty minutes after the hour, it was four twenty in Caracas, Venezuela, Halifax, Canada. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, I flew in there one time. I liked it. My uncle Jack lived in Caracas, Venezuela, and my uncle Jack is a dickhead. Okay, well, <laughs> there you go, Caracas. A little shout out. <laughs> Uh, La Paz, Bolivia, San Juan, Puerto Rico. I'm sure we're you know, being viewed in all of these places. La Paz, Bolivia. La, La, pa- La Paz sounds like how La I would Paz. say applause last night before I fell asleep. <laughs> Get a lot of La Paz. You were so high. I indicate you got some La Paz. La Paz. I got some La Paz. Yeah, I was okay. killing it. And it's 4:20 a.m. in Beijing, China, and Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. So they're probably some. Malaysians that are. Do you think there's anybody in Beijing right now at 4:20 in the morning getting stoned? Uh, there's got to be, right? There's like a 400 million people living in Beijing. Yeah, so somebody's probably doing that. The odds of them doing that while watching this seem kind of slim. But be sure to tweet us. <laughs> I don't think this. If your government allows that, and is, can China tweet at us? I don't know that this would get through their internet. Like, would this be allowed in China? Don't they have? Don't they control it so they don't get to see cool Westerners in their blue jeans and stuff? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I know they outlawed the, movie, the Jack Reacher movies there. 
Really? No. Fuck them. I'm no, boycotting China. No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. I don't know never what mind, they Never do. mind. Boycott's off. Boycott's off. Uh, I got to, you know... I was great that my friend Jeff here was in town, but like you know, some of the uh, people were chasing down to try to get on this show, like um, you know, like Barbara Streisand and uh, and um, who's that other guy? Uh, Bloomberg, former mayor Bloomberg. We're trying to get people like that, but in the meantime, you know, uh, I have my friends come on and stuff, and there was like you know, there was a chance we just weren't going to do a show today because we couldn't. You know, Babs was busy doing something, something about it, saving her voice. And, uh, you know, Bloomberg, I don't know what he's up to, but, uh, you know, Jeff is in town, was nice enough to come by and, uh, and get, get high with me. And, uh, I appreciate it, but I really wanted to do a show today to tell you about something very exciting that's happening here in Los Angeles. Now, Jeff, you can't part, you can't be a part of it. You won't be around, Oh damn! but, uh, we'll plug your dates for wherever you will be. But, uh, next Tuesday, one week from tonight at the Troubadour, like this is a classic rock and roll venue. Yeah. Doug Weston's Troubadour used to be known as. Maybe it still says that on the sign. Tom Petty uh, and the Heartbreakers played there. There you go. That Jeff knows everything about Tom Petty and most things about the Heartbreakers. And um, yeah, so one week from tonight, getting Doug with High live on stage at the Troubadour. It's going to be a real rock show kind of situation. We're going to be closer to the audience than we've ever been with one of these live shows. So uh, contact high is virtually guaranteed. Uh, uh, That's here in Los Angeles over on Santa Monica and Doheny. And uh, you can go to, we'll put this on the screen, but it's a bit.ly slash GDWH live for tickets. I've always wanted to do that. GWH Live, as Chris Hardwick might say it. What? I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to point at the at something. Uh, you know what? The- I haven't. Se- <laughs> you know, I don't watch every episode of the show, but when my guests do that, and I'm and I have seen that part of the show, there's not a thing right there underneath their finger that they're pointing at. It's on the other side, or it's at the top. Like it's never. Whenever somebody thinks they're being so smart, you know, nope, it's over there. No fuck with you every time. But uh, maybe that maybe that one worked. We'll find you can find out. Is there later. any way you guys could put the put it in the right spot so that <laughs> this so that then Doug looks crazy on this rant later on playback? I won't. Uh, no, I, you, they, you might have nailed it. You might have nailed it. This whole time, people might be going, "What the fuck's he talking about?" And also, a lot of people watching this are be going, "November 29th of what year?" <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, is judging by your appearance, guys, is this back when plaid was popular? It's November 29th, ninety eight. Be there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's it's in the year twenty sixteen. Uh, you know, every show might be our last show uh, these days. So be sure to come out. And uh, what is that true? You didn't hear about the world ending? Oh uh, yeah. It could totally happen. Like the election. I mean, I think the Earth, much like all of us, is dying and will be dead eventually. That's true. We just got to... Thank you. We just got to uh, try to outlive it. <laughs> or you it's got to try be... to outlive us. I don't know what I'm talking about. But you think it's going to be a good week. like soon? No. I mean, you never know. Tomorrow Man. isn't promised, Jeff. I want to start... Like, after Trump won, it's been so hard for me to continue not smoking cigarettes. 
That's a weird thing to say. Continue not smoking cigarettes. Well, but I you quit. quit. I managed on to what quit. What date did you quit? July fifteenth. Okay, so that July fifteenth. You know, no one was thinking Trump was going to be president. So you were sitting pretty. That was a good time to quit. Yeah, and I'm four glad months. you made it this far. But I'll tell you what happened to me, because that's what people do. Uh-huh. You've got a terrible thing where you really want a cigarette. I'm going to tell you something that I think is worse, but it's about me. Yeah, conversation. That's what people do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We could talk about your thing instead of me going right to my thing, which probably isn't as bad. But Oh, that's okay. I'm not listening to you. I'm waiting to finish my thing when you're done. I couldn't get drunk on election night because, like a dope, I decided to take 30 days oh, off man. of booze, and that happened a few days into it. That's why you gotta like you should have waited until. Of course, I mean hindsight's twenty twenty, but yeah, you don't want to. You can't make major life events right before something like that, right before a trigger could happen. But In also, a way, even, I'm kind of glad I did because I didn't have that horrible, horrible hangover the next day. Because the next day, uh, Trump was still the president elect, and I would have been hungover. It would have yeah, been like yeah. double, it'd be like that Winston Churchill thing brutal. where he's like, "Tomorrow I'm be sober, and you're still the president." But this, not unlike the American theater, is a safe space where we're not going to talk about politics. Instead, we're going to sing show tunes. I'm going to start with my favorite song from Cats, and it's not memory. Here we go. <laughs> Rum Tum Tugger was my... I don't know. The, I, I couldn't tell you the words of any other song from Cats other than Midnight. <laughs> I have no idea about anything to do with Cats except that one Saturday Night Live sketch where the hypnotist, where everybody went to see the hypnotist and they were interviewing people leaving the show and they all said, I loved it. It was better than Cats. I will see it again and again. John Lovitz was in that sketch. That's all I know about Cats is that this hypnotist show is better. When do you think you're going to remember to go back to the thing you said you were going to go back to? Oh, never. I already don't know what that was. Cigarettes, <laughs> how hard it is to quit right now. Oh, yeah. like Well, you Stay said you quit. didn't want to talk about politics, and it's kind oh. of like it stems into the Trump stuff where it's like, I mean, do I really have to stop smoking cigarettes? What are the odds we survive the next th- three years without... Like, we're all going to die, so I might as well look cool before it happens. I've been reading about and hearing from people that, that when you're behind on podcasts, you're listening to a bunch of liberal comedians, like, from a few several weeks ago, sitting around uh, worrying about what was going to happen, and it hadn't happened yet. That's got to be weird. Like, I dug those movies. We didn't talk politics that much because, uh, you know, it's uh, movies, but still the subject came up, you know. Yeah, I remember making a bunch of Ben Carson jokes on DLM once. <laughs> I, you know, but that's the thing is you you never know when these fuckers are going to surprise you because Ben Carson saying no, I don't want a cabinet position was like well, good for him. Like, why? It does seem like a lot of aggravation, and that he also might suck at it. And know? he also would. It also seems like a. You might have to do way more work this time than ever before, since the president's not going to actually do anything. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's going to do something. He's going to sit around all day, you know. I hope he keeps making hats. Talking to people. And, I don't know, man. He's one for one on cool hats. He's let's, done. Let's extend the brand. He has, he is about faced on so many things, like... You think he's like, you, first of all, you can't now that he's president, he can't push the make America great again thing because, uh, you know, he's going to fix everything immediately. 
He's going to make it great oh, yeah. immediately. So two, three months into his presidency, why would you wear a Make America Great Again hat when America's going to be That's why he needs a new hat. One that already says, great again. Yeah, one that says that. One that's like, we nailed we it. Did, we did it. <laughs> America is great again. Who's next? A quarter of this country made this happen. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, let's not talk about it. Let's talk about pot topics. Pot I saw, topics. <laughs> I'm only going to pick out pot topics that have nothing to do pot with topics. The uh, president. Good old president pot topic. Pot topic. <laughs> hey, does it do that if I say pot topics? Nope. Um, <laughs> pot topic. Pot topic. <laughs> um, no, uh, don't try to trick them. <laughs> I didn't. That sounded exactly like me. You don't say. I don't sing it. I just say it. Pot topics. I'm Doug Benson. Pot topics. <laughs> I can't. Um, do you want to know the state of pot first? Because I forgot that that was in here. Yeah. Washington D.C. What else is new? Stop giving me that one. That one's canceled. First pot topic. Um, in the most recent financial year, ending in June 2016, Colorado made, how much do you think, Jeff? Let's make this a pot quiz hop shot. One calendar year of legal weed, how much uh, do you think uh, the state made in revenue? Through, tax, like tax through revenue? taxation, yes. $4 billion. Whoa. God, I don't, should never do this with people that are high. <laughs> Makes you guess a little high. $4 million. <laughs> what did you think I said? Four, I thought you said, oh, you said $6 million? I said $4,000. million? $4 million? I said um, $400. <laughs> the number's still impressive when you hear it. You're still going to be like, oh, shit, that's, that's pretty good. 70 million. 70 million? Yeah. That's in taxes. So your billion thing isn't crazy because. No, no. Well, that, yeah. That's, in actual sales, it was probably more like that, you know. And that's just straight up extra. Like they were still selling all the other stuff they tax. So they just got 70 million extra dollars. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the great thing uh, in the, uh, you know, because uh, they got to figure out what to do with this money now. And so, sure, shady shit's going to happen. But. In Aurora, Colorado, which is the third largest city there, they are using over a third of the $4.5 million that they've gained through weed tax to support a series of groups across the city that all work with hostels and uh, give food to the homeless community. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know what I was looking to you for there. Like, Jeff, arguments? Thumbs up. Yeah. Right? Like, am I supposed to judge what they're doing with it? Because yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah, it was a decision that was, uh, you know, voted on and approved, I guess, and uh, it's been lauded as an example of how legalization can benefit rather than damage a local community. A uh, city councilman said we wanted to be able to show citizens that are having a that we are having a positive impact on the community and point to specific projects or initiatives to where the money is going. Good for them. Speaking of good things, the UK <laughs> Is 
has a lot of great music that's come out from there over the years. Wouldn't you agree, Jeff? The Beatles, the For, Rolling Stones, yes. the Kinks. You know the whole British invasion David by Bowie. heart. Elvis Costello. According to a recent report by the Adam Smith Institute, you know the Adam Smith Institute. Yeah, yeah, he thought Come up on. the thing about the hand, the invisible hand. Yeah, ASI never lets you down. It's a free market think tank. I love that's it. what I, I meant love when the I said concept the, of the think tank. When I said the thing with the hand, I meant free market think tank. Yeah, uh, they say that uh, the the UK, the government there, should recognize legalization as the only workable solution to the problems of crime and addiction, and follow in the footsteps of America, which just saw an additional four states legalize recreational pot. That's right. I thought everybody would applaud, but... Which for? Really? Yeah, man. I got off Twitter when I saw what was happening with the Trump stuff. Okay. You've been off it all this time? California. Yeah. Uh, Massachusetts. Nevada. Ooh. Right? Yeah. And Maine. Oh. All right. I, I was just in I Boston. Think that's it. It too bad. Yeah, and then Florida made it legal for medicine, as did um, a few other places. Ohio did a few months ago. The governor signed a thing, but nobody knows how to work it yet. Yeah, but that's cool, because that's where you hang out is in Ohio, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, We got somebody else pop by to uh, say hi and sit with us in the next uh, part of the show so stick around everybody we'll be back with more with Greg 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 is it (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back with Griff Tot Sitting there, like freaked out, and the writer, it was Seth Meyers, running, came with the script, hands it to me, slams it, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like shaking, and there's it's no video. Oh, it's You're awful. And Jen is like, there's no video. Just I point to you, just start talking. So she points to me, and I read the thing again. I trip over a couple words. It's a long thing. It was like three pages, and I trip over some. Ah, finally, you know, I'm doing it, and I finish. Oh. And I sit down, and Pardo was in the booth with me the whole time, and I sat on his lap, and he goes, he goes, Harry, get off of me. <laughs> John, I'm sorry. And then he went, it's Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I was like, Don, you were there the whole time. Like, the whole time I was shitting my pants, like, oh, fuck. Don was just sitting there like an old elevator attendant, you know, like, like, waiting to do his thing and then get back on a plane to Florida. You know? This all started because a group of friends gave me far too much confidence. So <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I was just like saying, like, you're the best. You're I'm so, so hilarious. funny. You're funny. You're so funny. I, I lived with like seven other girls my junior year in a, in a house called Tequila Mockingbird because you name all the houses at Miami After University. After And I would just like, I'd come home and then I'd stand in the living room and essentially like regale them with my day and they'd be like ah there's no way and oh so they're God. like you should do stand I was like just enough people told me that by the time senior year rolled around I was like you know what I'll crash this open mic at this bar called Balcony and um 50 of my closest friends came out and just made me think that I was way better at stand-up comedy than I was this is the best that's a great yes. story so people are like stand-up's hard first couple times you're gonna bomb I'm like I I killed a star <laughs> Uh, yeah, it wasn't until my first paid gig that I was like, oh, well, this is reality, huh? <laughs> I feel bad taking your money. 
Hey, what's going on, you guys? <laughs> How y'all doing? Uh, welcome back to the show. Over a thousand. 190 around that range people are uh, able to watch us right now in the middle of the day. So uh, shout out to all the uh, house husbands. (laughs) 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 Who else do you think can watch us right now? College kids. Yeah, like in between classes. Yeah. Or or maybe during classes, during a lecture. They might be off Just sitting there with their phone like, well, what's going on here? There's like people that uh, wait tables that aren't at work yet. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. People hungover. People. Um, What's today? Monday. Today's Tuesday. Today's Dave. Tuesday, Dave. This right. is Dave. Everybody, <laughs> say hi to Dave. In uh, addition to this table here, a very funny comedian who uh, does not really smoke pot much. No, but I will. I will today for the show. He's willing to do it for the show, you guys. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> Gabe is pretending to clap over there, which is, you know, when a magician pretends to clap, then uh, all the world cries. <laughs> uh, Dave, wait. Thank you for being here. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Uh, wait and Tate is what we got on our hands right here. I wish that's what they said in Talladega Nights. Let's wait and take. <laughs> I think we. I wish they did too, because then me and Dave would have a lawsuit on our hands. Right, because you can't say words that are your name in a movie. You They're can say that our... it means something else. It means let's let's not go just yet. Let's let's hold back and enjoy some uh, tater tots. Lawsuit. Let's, let's wait and take. Now there's a lawsuit on you. <laughs> For what? Tater for defending that For defending their fake thing. Oh. Countersuit. Okay. Sometimes people say my name in a movie by accident because they'll be like, Dave, wait. It happens in Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you should do a reel of, you know, get together a super cut of every time people say, Dave, wait. Yeah, it would be tight. <laughs> Dave, wait. Hold up. I love it. I don't think anybody's ever said Jeff, comma, Tate. <laughs> no, it is no, no yeah. one's ever said my name. Jeff, Tate this out. Jeff. And the, so it's a whole scene where they're Tate like, it up. Maybe on that show Benson, maybe if somebody was like named Doug and then they were like, Doug, Benson, let's go. <laughs> the trouble with the show Benson, when he was on soap, they called him Benson because he was the butler, and you know how you call a butler by their last name? Yeah. But then he became gov- mayor or governor or some shit. Or he was governor and then assistant to the president or something. And um, But whatever it was, he was not somebody ever would, anyone would yell at him, hey, Benson. <laughs> <laughs> he went from Benson, being the butler to the governor? You know, he'd but be Benson Governor Benson or President Benson. Tay, I thought when he said soap, I thought he was talking about me because that that has that whole family's name is There's Tate. The name is a Tate family on the old TV show Soap. Yeah. So this is how we all. This is this is our Here connection. Here we are. <laughs> the television uh, program soap. talking talking old TV with Wait and Tate, <laughs> but vaguely like we don't even really remember it. Do so, <laughs> so Jeff, you're a longtime friend of Dave's. Yeah. Do you want to talk him out of this, out of getting high just for the sake of this show? I already smoked it. I think no. I already made the mistake. Oh, you did it already? Yeah. <laughs> I tried to get Dave. I wanted to have a drum roll. I wanted to do a whole thing. And you took. You already took a hit. How was, are you feeling? 
I mean, I only took a couple hits. I feel all, well, all right. Jesus, I don't normally smoke, but I took a couple. <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I don't, I, you know, I don't normally do cocaine, but that rail seemed to work out real nice. I did a whole. Well, rail. just does one rail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a tough. That's well, a long rail. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Long Island Express Rail. So, uh, what what show am I doing right now? I'm really uh, confused. I have too many I shows. I think we're supposed to do Benson <laughs> right now. I used to say that I can't have my own TV show because my names have been taken. Because my first name is Doug. That's already there's already a cartoon called Doug. Then there was uh, Benson, the aforementioned TV show Benson. And then uh, uh, my middle name is Dynasty. Wow. And my uh, nickname is How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> There was like a half second where I believed the dynasty. Dave, what is your Doug Dynasty Benson? Come on, let's get it going. No? Yeah, Uh, I thought that's why you... Yep, I just did a part of my old part of my act, but I updated. I didn't used to be how I met your mother. I, I slipped that one in there last minute because I thought that would be funny. But what, what did it used to be? It used to be something stupid that would obviously not be a nickname of somebody like Ted Max Amateur Hour. <laughs> Jake and the Fat Man. <laughs> my nickname and my was... nickname is Jake and the Fat Man. <laughs> I like it. Uh, most people don't remember Jake and the Fat Man. But... I thought that was the point of that bit. <laughs> to come up with the name of a show no, that people didn't remember. No, it was a good How I Met Your Mother. People know, oh, that's a show. But you Jake, said Jake Max and the Power Fat Man. Amateur they'll be like, hour. that's a weird nickname. Not it's landing. Who, who's Amateur Hour did I say it was? Max Power? Is that what you said? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've gotten high before, Dave. <laughs> I've been high. <laughs> that didn't it's, seem convincing. It's old, old, <laughs> old ass TV show called Ted Max Amateur Hour. Ted Mac, M A C K, and then apostrophe S because it was his amateur hour. Ownership. And it was just, he just got girls that had never blown somebody before to just. What? <laughs> That's a horrible show. That's <laughs> what I call amateur hour, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a whole hour? <laughs> yeah. Because we're such an amateur. That's a difficult hour. Should be like two minutes stop. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to ask Dave real quick about uh, his high history. I'm going to have my whole own high history. Like, why, wh- how did you, what was your first time like, and why Why hasn't it caught on? Like, why isn't it part of your life? I mean, there's been stretches where I was high every day for like a year. I mean, oh, I, okay. I, I had runs. I mean, when I, uh, the first time was uh, when, I, when I was 16, and uh, this girl... She was, like, emancipated from her parents, so she had her own trailer. So we thought she was cool, even though it was a trailer. <laughs> and I was there with my buddy Steve and this other dude, and we didn't have any... They, nobody had any papers. I didn't know papers was the thing you needed. But then, So then somebody fashioned uh, the old Coke, Coke bottle bong, and then we smoked the uh, reefer out of there. And then as soon as we got high, uh, this girl was like, you got to get the fuck out of my... <laughs> place and threw us out and then we were out in the world. She was mad that everybody got high? I just think she realized that there was like three dudes in her fucking place that were high. She probably didn't want to fucking deal with that nonsense, so she threw us out. Makes sense. It's probably (laughs) hard enough in that trailer park being an emancipated 16-year-old girl without a bunch of other 16-year-old dudes around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just picturing Jane Krakowski in uh, Vacation. Yeah, yeah, daddy. (laughs) 
Uh, well, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of out. sophisticated people living in trailer parks and in trailer homes. They're not all trailer trash. It doesn't get mentioned very often. The weed guy also lived in that trailer park. He lived a couple trailers over. But so you don't smoke right now because you're just sort of keeping it, like you just feel like you can, uh, like life is better without being high? I think, well, I get like anxious and shit when I get right, high. Right, you get paranoid a little bit? But I found lately if I... <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, but I find if I use, hit those vape pens, I feel like it just kind of gives me a chill buzz. It doesn't make me get in my head. So you do that a lot? Every once in a while. I mean, I went and saw uh, Bob Weir from the uh, Grateful Dead recently, a bunch of hippies there, you know, and uh, I uh, smoked, smoked the weed there when I'm around the... Because it was passed to you? Yeah, it was passed to me, and you know, in the hippie music, getting in the groove. <laughs> I gotta go to a show like that. I, I oh man, I, it's know, amazing. I see some of the more current kind of bands, the, the newer stuff that's like that. But, but I yeah, like a, stuff like Grateful Dead, uh, well, yeah, Fish or whatever. Yeah, the band The National was like part of his backing band. Yeah, yeah. The and National. then and then uh, John Mayer came out and played the second set with him and shit. So it was tight. But yeah, everybody's just like this hippie nonsense. And we took Why is everybody's talking about John Mayer all of a sudden? Like yeah. I've heard his name and seen his image a few times in the last few days, and I kind of forgotten about him. Like he kind of tried to be a comedian for a little while. But then, yeah, and then people didn't like him because he has sex with beautiful women and then doesn't marry them or whatever. He said uh, he said the n word a bunch of times Did in he? the interview with like Playboy. But, but he or was trying to make a point or something. Sure, words, all these words. It was right around the same time as Michael Richards. <laughs> Oh, so he didn't get any heat from? I mean, he didn't get get the heat that Michael Richards got. No, I think he, I it's think that's why. He, I think that's why no one said his name for the last six years. I think he did kind of get some shit. Really? Should I put more weed in this? How did I miss yeah. that? Um, I, I thought know. people were just a little mad at him because he broke up with Taylor Swift and she wrote another song. <laughs> that's a long time to be mad at somebody for breaking up with Taylor Swift and getting another song. Also, I don't think people are mad at him. I think he just sort of, like, just decided to chill or something. Well, he joined, like, the Grateful Dead, and all of a sudden people thought he was cool. I think that helped a lot. He's a good musician, good singer. You know, I'm not crazy about, like, songs that he writes necessarily. I don't like that. Body, I really did not like song. his Free Fallen cover. Mm. You're just such a Tom Petty. Yeah, What's your there's... favorite Tom Petty cover? Like, of somebody doing a Tom Petty song? That's the <laughs> definition of it, Yes. Uh, <laughs> the drive-by truckers do a killer version of Rebels. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's great. Dave? Oh, man, I, I'm not... A, you don't have an answer to that. Of I don't course a, not. I'm not a Tom Petty guy. <laughs> I mean, even your top maybe five, ten bands, you probably can't think of your favorite cover by one of the songs by that band. I'll try with the Beatles. Um, Fiona Apple, Across the Universe. I like that a lot. I liked uh, Dancing Days by uh, Stone Temple Pilots when they did that from Led Zeppelin. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, there's covers you don't even know are covers because sometimes, you know, because of your lifespan or uh, or something being, uh, you know, get, being a bigger hit during another way, you know, like Whitney Houston's doing that Dolly Parton song, yeah, yeah. Uh, I Will Always Love You, making it a big hit. And then now you go, oh, yeah, but that wasn't her original song. Well, like that Pearl Jam, they had that song Last Kiss that was like a hit in the 60s. And like, like I, everybody came out, they were like, we love this song. And then my parents were like, yeah, we knew this song. Yeah. yeah. It just seems like, like that song, 
Why were there so many songs in the 60s about uh, people dying with their girlfriends and shit? Well, they didn't have, like, drunk driving laws and seatbelts and stuff like that. So people probably were driving. And you There's know. a lot of fat- fatality car crashes in pop music in the 60s. Well, then James Dean wow, died. I never I, thought about that before, Professor. Maybe it was something to do with James Dean dying in the car There was that Jan and Dean song, Dead Man's Curve, Leader of the right. Pack. Everybody's crashing their fucking car. Well, okay, so that but that goes hand in hand with the car culture of the time and like Rebel Without a Cause and street racing and all that shit. So it's like the it's like the like alternative that was a real version. cool guy thing for a while. American Graffiti is all about just driving up and down the fucking street in the small town that you live in. Uh, so this is like the dark underbelly of the Beach Boys. <laughs> Socks about just driving around having fun. The like, Beach Boys, even as a child, the Beach Boys just to me just seem like child, kind of like children's music. It's all just too, and the fact that it, a lot of it's uh, you know about surfing and uh, it, it's it all feels like kind of like novelty songs. Like I really I love that movie about uh, the uh, about Brian Wilson. Uh, love and mercy uh because it was it really showed uh how the rest of the beach boys fought against like the the guy that was really really knew what he was doing and had some really interesting things to do with the music that they they all kind of like dragged their feet like this is People are going to hate this. And it was, it was, the, the I got was another amazing. song about a car. My glove is a so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought of something that rhymes with Thunderbird. Hummingbird? Hummingbird, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. I saw the Beach Boys at Bonnaroo a couple years Let's ago. Let's sing one about surfboard wax. <laughs> and they did. Mike Love has no idea. Like, he just put all those car songs in, in a medley. So, like, it's hard enough to distract yourself from the fact that they all kind of sound the same. And then when you play them in a row like that, you're like, it's just one song. You fucking tricked us into one song. <laughs> It was boring. Yeah. I left. I, I thought I loved the Beach Boys, and then it turns out I just like like five of their songs and that one. No, Brian their Wilson best album. songs are all the so-called gloomy ones that uh, that Brian Wilson kind of forced everybody to do, like like in my room. And uh, now I'm not going to be able to think of any other ones. But I really like the song Sloop John B. Okay, I didn't realize someone like I probably knew it for 20 years before I realized someone dies in that song too. <laughs> it's like pirates and shit. How do you do with time when you're high, Dave? I do all right. I mean, I feel like uh, we're having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> but you does it like... slow down or speed up? We might need to clear that out, uh, clean it out to, to get another hit. But it's also... Uh... Oh, these all the lighters are from the band Dirty Heads gave us a bunch of lighters that say Burn Slow on them, which is uh, uh, name one of their songs. Those are, those are the guys like I'd follow around and stuff because they're like... You know, reggae kind of pop. Uh, I like their whole uh, their whole vibe. Got- I would see the Heartbreakers every day. <laughs> Always back to Tom Petty with Jeff, and we got to go back to some uh, oh, commercial know, messages. I think I forgot how to hit a bong. Oh shit! We'll teach you. <laughs> There's a carb in the back. You probably have to plug up. Ah, the carb. Uh, we'll be right back yeah, with uh, you too. know what. Do it when I say to do it. One of the most important aspects of our band is the gong. 
We like to use the gong to separate us from other bands. It's very liberally, but at the right moments. At the right moments, it can make the entire event super special. But there's somebody in our band who thinks that you can just be willy-nilly hitting a gong. See, the hard part is there's not a lot of people who know how to play the gong. It's a very nuanced art form. I felt like I needed to. I needed to go somewhere. I needed a home. I needed to be stable. I needed more stability. Oh, my gosh. Worth every penny. Yeah, yeah, get him. Sometimes, you know, something happens that nobody was expecting. Not today. Not today. Cooler heads prevail when it comes to him. But on one occasion, I just said, hey, man, get on your goddamn feet. When you have somebody that's as close as a brother to you, it's easy to get in a friendly fight that is reminiscent of sibling rivalries. I've always had problems with your funk and groove sensibility. Well, I think I could say the same for you, and apparently you don't have an excuse. Go fuck yourself. There ain't a white person up in here right now. Except that motherfucker right there. We're having fun, getting high. That music was from Nexus underscore of underscore plaid. Hey, we're a Nexus of plaid today. What's wrong with you, Dave? Ah, shit. Uh, You can find more of their music. (laughs) What's wrong with you? Oh, shit. Um, There's a rumor going around the internet that there's like some strain of weed that makes you shit your pants. It's just like, that can't be. It can't be true. Um, (laughs) You can can find more Nexus and Plaid music on SoundCloud. Hey, Dave, did you check one of these fellas out ever? It's, it's, it's a monkey. Mm-hmm. What else do you think about it? It's a lighter. Oh, wait. Flame comes out of the top of his head, so be careful. It's broken, so you this don't have to broken? be careful, really. Yeah, they're both broken. We have two broken monkeys. How would I light it if I want? What do you think of that sexual position when you whenever you're trying the two broken monkeys? What's the two broken monkeys? That's where... You've never done that? <laughs> you have to be at a hotel room, first of all. Whoa, I didn't know like, that. Oh, like yeah, the handicap shower? Yeah, yeah. You need an extended stay hotel room that has a kitchenette. Oh, okay. But the handicap room. So you get the bars and the thing. And it's much better if it's just one of the stand-up ones and not a bathtub one. How do you feel about the uh, heft? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty heavy for a lighter. I it's mean, pretty what? Heavy. Heavy is the word we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, it's getting close. You succeeded. <laughs> Plug your ears, everybody. Oh, shit. Yeah, I have to do this when you get it right. Oh, that's probably really good stuff to put all over the weed. I thought it was going to be an air horn, man. Yeah, why was it? Why did you make us cover our ears? Because wasn't that more funny that you guys were all panicked and the air horn's about to go off and then a bunch of jizz shot across the table and it's probably... That was jizz? Not, it's probably not... Uh, oh, my God. We probably shouldn't smoke any of these out of any of these things I just shot it across. But look at this we discovered, you guys, during the break. Look at this son of a bitch. The Peacemaker comes with a, a slot on the side. We never even noticed that. You could just jam your lighter in there and bam. 
The lighter's right there with your, uh, and that green lighter, that green Dirty Heads lighter matches real nice. Nobody Collect other? this whole set, you guys. I'm really going to, uh, I think I'm in the market for one of those Peacemaker bongs. Jeff what? Tate performing December 1st at STEM, the space in Shreveport. That's a, that's a real thing? I hope so. STEM, the space mm-hmm. in Shreveport, Shreveport, Louisiana? Yeah. Okay. Uh, December 2nd, you're going to be at Artmosphere in Lafayette. You don't have to make up things you're going to do. You can just come in and say, hey, I could use some work. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Jeff, December 3rd, you're at the Secret Group in Houston. Just tell us where you're going to be. Google For reals. Uh, but, yeah, look up Jeff Tate on the Internet. His Twitter handle is confusing because it's Jeff Tate 1977. Wait, is that all and, my plugs? Yeah, do you have more? Well, I'm making an album. Justanotherclown.com? I'm making an album this Friday and Saturday oh, in Minneapolis. So you want, oh, you want people to come to that for yeah, sure? Yeah, definitely, yeah. All right. At the what? Comedy Corner Underground, Friday okay. or Saturday night of this week. All right, MPLS, you heard that. I'm going to make an album. You got to go listen. You got to go laugh on his album. He's the more obnoxious your laugh, the better. It's true. I mean. <laughs> no, it's not, Jeff. I'm being mean. I think when I stand up, I'm going to realize, like, how fucking high I am. Oh, do that you want to stand up great. now so we can watch? <laughs> All right, try standing up. Yep, all right. Yeah? yeah you yeah, feel yeah. a lot higher when you do that? Oh, yeah. It, took a, it like, took a lot of brain power to make that move. <laughs> I'd stand up, but I don't want to crash into the table. <laughs> oh, man, you probably didn't even This isn't the end of a that, Chris Farley you? sketch. No. <laughs> Now that you said crash into the table, Dave's just going to sit there until like 5 o'clock this afternoon. But if I had crashed in the table, that might have been my viral moment and shit. Like, I mean, Doug maybe never would have talked to me again, but then, you know, I would have had oh, this I clip. love a good viral moment. <laughs> Let's make a viral moment right now. Let's watch a couple yeah, of we're all in stoned the- people. Let's watch stoned people uh, watch uh, a magic trick. Uh, Gabe, get in here. Hey guys. Gabe. Hey buddy. How's it going? Yeah, Jeff, you want to help me? Oh, do I want to <laughs> you pick a card? Yeah, I'll pick a card. I thought you were going in for a handshake. Okay, just reach out. If I had forgotten the lighter, it's right on there. <laughs> okay, just reach out and tap one. Gabe, you don't do, there's like no small talk before you launch into the trick? Oh, you want to do some small talk? No, not now. <laughs> not, not now that it's forced. Memorize it? Show it to that camera over there. Memorize it, Dave. All right, I know it. Yeah, yeah now what? Back here? Put it right there. Yeah. I just tell him what it was. I'm gonna <laughs> make it real nice and easy. Wait, that's not what I was. No, I'm not supposed to do that. Give it a few cuts first. That'd be the funny guy. The funny the guy's a real asshole. Just tells the card every time. <laughs> I'm gonna use these jokers to find your card. Watch this. The first one goes down into the deck. Looks like that. Second one, I just flick my wrist like that. Watch this. Middle of the deck. There's two cards. That's not supposed to happen. (laughs) (laughs) One of them is yours. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's magic! Fuck you, it's magic! The other one is was the king of hearts, and I kind of think he did that on purpose. Too. Playing with the king of hearts. 
You know that it really smarts. Uh, you can find Gabe on Twitter at Gabe underscore Dylan, like Bob Dylan. Mm. No relation. No relation, Gabe? Just in no. talent, Named not in, not in, not in uh, ancestry. We're four minutes over. That's not bad. Not I bad. thought this was going to be an extra long one. Uh, thank you to uh, Jeff Tate and to Dave Waite for uh, being, you know, a... a Occasional pot smoker and coming on and going for it. Yeah, well, well you know, winning Rome. You got things to do later today? <laughs> Not <right> now. <laughs> <laughs> Wiping the schedule clean? Pretty much. Yeah, well, watch a, uh, what do you recommend he watch, Jeff? Have you seen In a Valley of Violence yet? Ah. Uh, That's a good one. All right. That's I think good. you like that movie. Um, Might go see Arrival. Oh, Okay. That's that's a good one to watch. Pretty high. Yeah, I watch every movie pretty high, but uh, uh, that got me through a rival. <laughs> oh, is it a, a snooze? It's a snooze. What? What? No, people love it. Uh, what about you? Oh, wait, oh no. <laughs> 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 All right, maybe we'll go see. It's uh, very well done. It's very well oh, done. Oh, shit. No, it's well never done. mind. It's it's right. very good for what it is. Oh, I'm not no. going to see it. I'm not going to see it. <laughs> Amy Adams. You know I love Amy Adams. Um, okay. Don't forget, folks, if you live in the L.A. area or want to do a long drive or a flight or a boat, whatever it takes... Uh, the next <laughs> the next show can be viewed live by you for only fifteen dollars as a ticket with service charges. It's probably still under twenty bucks. Uh, that's at the Troubadour here in West Los Angeles on uh, uh, next Tuesday, November 29th. And all of you who can't make it to the show, we will go live at approximately seven p.m. Pacific time and be live for about two hours. So that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be interesting. <laughs> I, already, I already know who the guests are. I already know who's going to be there. Do you want some? You want some clues? Ooh, I like. Is clues. one of them Chris Pratt? Wait, is that a? Guy? <laughs> why would you? Why would you say that? Because <laughs> if it was, you totally spoiled it. He didn't even give a clue. But on the other hand, why would it be? Like, why did you even guess that? I don't know. I was I was thinking about Arrival, and. Uh, <laughs> And how I was, and how I thought uh, maybe it was maybe the one I was thinking of that I wanted to see as passengers. Yes. And then Chris Pratt's in that. Yes. Chris Pine. It, Chris Pine. Chris Pine is in hmm. the other one. Maybe I should hit this weed one more time. So then I, so then uh, when you said something about who the guests are, do you want a clue? For some reason, like Chris Pratt was in my head because I had backtracked that way. Do you like? I hope. Do you I'm, enjoy the work of Chris Pine Glover? Yeah. He's good. <laughs> Take your hands off her, Biff. <laughs> My favorite thing about Chris Pine is that his dad is Sergeant Gautreaux from uh, Chips. What's your favorite thing about him? I think it's so hilarious. I like his Sergeant... swagger. <laughs> I think it's so great that Sergeant Gautreaux's son is in all the movies I like. <laughs> all right. Well, get it straight between him and Chris Pratt. I might have to make that a game on Doug Loves Movies. Pritter Pratt? Uh, it's the new Paxton. Pritter, Pritter Pat is... Uh, no, which, which reindeer is on the roof? <laughs> Pine or Pratt? We'll see you guys next Tuesday.